Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. Welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. It's Master Blywalker, otherwise known as Luke Bly. How are you, my friend? Hey, I am good, Matty boy, I am good. Listen, I had to delay our recording today by a little bit. Guess why? Guess why? Listen, the missus was baking. She bakes like cakes and brownies and stuff. She had a load of orders. She was doing that. And I was. it was my job to, to cook dinner tonight. I marinated some chicken earlier, oh. right? But not what you think, mate. Chicken chunks, like little cubes that I'd cut up. Mate, made myself a filthy curry, didn't I? Yes. Uh, what was it? Just a curry or what, what was it? What it kind was, of curry was it? It was a bolty, mate. It was a oh. bolty. My fav. My fav. The man so, who puts a Don in Basildon. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. So, and do you know what as well? Right, this is, we love the old food talk. I'm loving the food talk today. Um, I, I picked up, I went to B&M the other day and I picked up one of these fat off Reese's bars. So, you know, like oh. Reese's. <clears throat> Have you had one of those bars where it's just Bro, Reese's? Anything Reese's I've consumed. <laughs> They're in my top treats of the year. <laughs> Yeah, why is it the top ranked? That's they're, it, top ranked treats. Matt's like, yeah, they're a solid number four. <laughs> Cronuts is up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hat, mate, demolished like two thirds of this bar. Just literally before we recorded, while we were sorting out some stuff, I was just slipping these chunks of Reese's bar in my mouth. Oh, Love it. That what is about, the dream, mate. It is the dream. It don't get much better than that. Of course, it does get slightly better, and that's when we talk Star Wars. But we'll get to that. How are you, mate, boy? You good, mate? I am good, mate. Uh, how I wish I could consume some Reese's now. I am, though, on a smoothie diet. This should be the last few days of it now. Basically, I'd drink smoothies and have something more, a little more substantial for my din-dins. But in an effort to uh, put across of a Sikh more like Luke Bly, I am on the smoothie diet. And to take advantage of it being a bit more peace and quiet around here now, I'm going to try to get into better shape. So, yeah. smoothies. I've got one right here, in fact. Like oh. tropical with all this other good stuff in it so uh, yeah i'm feeling a little bit better because of it you feel a bit more like full of verve and full of life after having Ooh. a bit of fruit um but then it's at some true. point i'm gonna meet up with master blywalker and smash a couple of sausage rolls and a coffee so yeah you know. no that is gonna happen as well that is definitely gonna happen but next time people that. see us in the flesh we'll be like it'll be like a scene out of baywatch or something you know <laughs> be like arnie and carl weathers and we're Rocky. gonna oil up aren't we matt we're gonna oil up and we're gonna hit the gym we're going to be busting weights. The Gregs. That's it. We're going to oil up and hit the cons. Yeah. You won't better, you won't better catch us because we'll be sliding straight through you. <laughs> yeah. It's like a slippery and oily like a chip. <laughs> yeah. We'll be the ones who smell is what he means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's man. it. But no, what else, what else is a new in the galaxy, Mr. Hudson? Not just my diet regime, but we have a new patron. We're excited to announce Master Blywalker. Who on earth has joined us? On the Essex Falcon. We have Luke C97, 
who's joined at the This Way the Fun Begins tier. What a sickhead. Welcome to the session, sickhead family, Lukey boy. Yes, you're king. Thank you. Enjoy the content we're putting out this month, last month, the months before and the months ahead. And as you've joined in the month of March, you are eligible for the Hasbro Darksaber giveaway we're doing. So if your name is pulled out uh, at the beginning of April, you'll win that. And for those who don't know, we're running a giveaway. If you're a patron uh, paid up through to the end of March, you'll be entered into a random draw to win a Hasbro Darksaber toy. So, Luke, thank you so much for joining up, mate, though. We really, really appreciate that. And if you like books, and if you like Star Wars books, our Victory's Price non-spoiler review is out now on the feed. It's just me talking for about 10 minutes about what I thought about the final instalment of Alexander Freed's Alphabet Squadron novel. So if you want to, go check that out. And I know Luke has read it, and you were effusive with praise about it. Yeah, I read it, mate, and I thought, wow. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what he thought. He sat there, and as soon as he finished... Yeah. I've been blowing the horn. But listen, I have been reading High Republic, Light of the Jedi. I kid you not, but that's, you know, a conversation for another time, but I have been Still reading waiting it. for that. The, the yeah. readers, the listener readers, the listeners are waiting on bated breath with that. But however, whilst we're waiting for your review in the background, I can hear those rusty old chimes. It sounds like Big Ben Kenobi, mate, which must only mean one thing. Oh, I think you're right, matey boy. I think it's a galactic news round. StarWars.com has released an exclusive excerpt from the upcoming Thrawn Ascendancy, Greater Good. Nick Frost admits he turned down a Star Wars cameo because the pay was rubbish. Star Wars fan Andrew Winegamer has created a comic book adaptation of Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Episode 9, Duel of the fates. This is Patrick Schneider, Senior Brand Manager for Hasbro Star Wars Fan Business. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, possibly Britain's spiciest Star Wars show. (laughs) Goodbye. We heard the chimes of our best friend, old Ben himself. And we're talking about him tonight, actually. We're talking about our boy, Obi-Wan. <laughs> who's apparently going to be in the Andor. Hang on. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea that was coming. Yes, that, it worked. That scared. The absolute. <laughs> that scared the pants off of me. Like, what? <laughs> That was so loud in my ear. I was so I was hoping you would. Uh, I was I was trying to keep that little secret beforehand. But yes, yeah, so uh, a Cassian Andor show. Andor <laughs> is coming up. Apparently, there's news that um, Obi Wan will be in it, and we thought we'd uh, have a little chatty about that tonight. It's via Illuminerdy are saying not really much information about it, other than Obi Wan Kenobi is going to be in the Andor series and. We saw it, it piqued our interest, and we were like, right, let's have a chat. And first off, I want to hear Luke Bly. You know, what are you thinking about this? First, straight up, you, you see this headline, maybe have a little read of it. 
what's your uh, kind of initial thoughts on that my thoughts are i can't believe how scary that clip is when it's played really loudly in your ear it freaks you out mate that mall soundbite <laughs> blow me I'm down I'm too scared to turn it down in case it plays it again no that's it, it you know approach with caution no um, the Obi-Wan thing I'll be honest with you mate uh, Illuminati um, they've got some scoops right in the past and they kind of have like a mixed reputation don't they and um, I think when when I saw this I was a bit like oh I, I, I didn't really know how to react at the time because Listen, listen, mate. Obi-Wan Kenobi show and the Andor show. I'm excited for both of them. I'm excited for new Star Wars content, mate, boy. You know, yeah. we both are, right? This is the way. But listen, mate. If Let's let's imagine Obi-Wan Kenobi show was a creature in the Star Wars universe, yeah? We're going to throw it old school. And you gave it a knife and put him into the ring, Yeah. And then you got Andor as a little Star Wars creature, right? Give them a knife, put them in the ring. Who's going to come out and win for you? Who's going to come out and win for me? Well, yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to throw a uh, skank in the scud pie here, and I'm going to say Andor. What? Yeah, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to Andor, man. I've, I've, but I've been saying that since it was announced. Like this, you know, uh, what, did, what did Kathleen Kennedy call a? A white knuckle or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Tense spy thriller. Oh, dude, I'm all for that. Set in the burgeoning days of the rebellion. I'm guessing you're more uh, anticipating Kenobi based on the the knife fight. Yeah. Not if, <laughs> hang on. Like if it's an Ewok with a knife. If Kenobi is represented by a little Ewok, that Ewok has had a couple Red Bulls. Yeah, and he's ready to go. It, and not even just like one of their normal Red Bulls. He's had like one of those shots. You know, they used to do like little Red Bull shots and like little Yakult oh, like, yep. bottles. Weren't they banned? Didn't they have to ban those? Yeah, like, I imagine so because they're just sending kids mental. I remember there was a kid who was uh, having those during my GCSEs. He would just like turn up <laughs> like down in these Red Bull things. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? That's not going to improve anything. Like. <laughs> fall asleep halfway through and he comes down yeah absolute idiot but um yeah so anyway i'm i'm more excited for kenobi i think just to see ewan mcgregor reprise his role hayden christensen matty boy i still can't believe that was announced at the shareholder call that's crazy i can't can't believe uh, what we got was announced oh i'm so uh, i mean really really it's neck and neck really because I want to see you in as Obi-Wan. I've desperately wanted that. It's like so many of us have for years, as long as the story is right. Then they're chucking in Hayden as well, as Darth Vader some way, somehow. Uh, and it's only, what, four or five episodes? And Deborah Chow as well. Yeah. And it's got the ingredients are there. But I'm not entirely sure what it's going to be about. Whereas, right. um, and or if it's, I mean, I've got ideas in my head what it could be like. Tony Gilroy is coming back on board to um, to helm the show. So I'm hoping, I'm guessing, based on what we know, it's going to have that Rogue One feel. And you know how much I like that film. So if you can give me like a longer form Rogue One story, it maybe won't be as good because Rogue One's great. But a longer form story set in that time, then I, I'm excited for that. And like the possibilities of where they could go. Obviously, there's a predetermined ending, but there is obviously with, with Kenobi as well. But yeah. 
I just think there's more scope to open the, the galaxy more until bigger story, not bigger as in scope, but you know, like better stories in Andor. Whereas I'm hoping Kenobi is going to be more of a character piece, which might not be for everyone's taste, but now they've said, uh, big boy Hayden's coming back as Darth Vader in a rematch of the century. That then makes me think, well, how are they, how are they going to do this? Cause that's one of my worries. I'm going to mention in a bit, but, um, no, well, I'm no. excited for both, but right now, I know more about Andor, and I've got more of a vibe. We've seen the sets as well. We saw the sets in that um, in that um, Stinger video they put out. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. Do you know what, though, mate? I think it'd be fair to say, I don't think I'd be out of line by saying, I think generally most people are looking forward to Obi-Wan more. Oh, well, right? absolutely, mate. I, I mean, we did that. They are. We we did that poll on um, Instagram, right? Oh, well, that was like, yeah. that was like 170 people voted on it, right? And only 11 of them said Andor. I was Obi-Wan. one of them. Yeah, we said, which one are you looking forward to more, Obi Wan or Andor? So it is an annihilation in that regard. But that that is a, you know just a, a small sect of people that that follow us on on Instagram. Um, but I think that kind of gives you some flavour. The only thought that I have is, are the guys over at Andor thinking, man, we need something with like a, like a wow moment. You know, we need mm. our Luke Skywalker moment from the Mandalorian season two. And that will come in the form of, of Kenobi. Because I tell you what, Matty boy, you know, we had theories about it and we'd been talking about it, but that Mando season two finale was so special. And it, or it was extra special because we had no idea. We had no idea that was going to happen, really. It, and it was a welcome surprise, especially when you take into consideration the fact that we'd heard about Ahsoka, we'd heard about Bo-Katan, we'd heard about the Boba Fett armor, right? Uh, you know, not necessarily Boba Fett specifically, Even but we heard Cobb about Bank. the armor, right? And Cobb, you know. And imagine if the whole Andor thing is leading to this Obi-Wan appearance. And it, it now it would be like, oh, well, yeah, we knew about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. that's the only thing with these kind of quote-unquote leaks or, I, I don't know, exclusives. It's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Now, if Obi-Wan is playing a bit more of a, a, a larger role in this series, I'm, I'd be interested to see what that is, right? Because... Really, Obi-Wan's sole purpose in life is looking after Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. right? You know, you know the scene in Rebels, Maul and Kenobi. Kenobi! Maul oh, yeah, and- that one. Maul- <laughs> yeah. But look, the actual duel, right, is marvelous because as soon as Maul is like, who, you know, what are you protecting? Is, you know, what is it? And he's like, oh, someone, right? He figures out it's, 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 it's this kid, probably. Yes, Kenobi, he, he raises his saber at that moment, doesn't he? Bro, mate. And it's what that line, it's that line at the end of that duel when, when he finally defeats Maul. He's, you know, Maul asks, you know, is he the chosen one? And Obi-Wan says, yes, he is. Yes. And Maul's like, well, he'll avenge us both. And 
the reason Obi-Wan believes that is because, of course, that doesn't mean Luke is the chosen one. Anakin's the chosen one. In but the one's mind, he is, in, yeah. Exactly. From his point of view, it is a no-brainer. Remember, in the original trilogy, both Yoda and Obi-Wan are sending Luke to kill Vader, not to rescue him. Not to rescue him. Luke is the one who ends up figuring that out. You know, he just knows that there's still love in Vader. That's ultimately what the whole story is about. Love and family. There's still good in him. There's still good in him. And I don't know. It it just seems like that's that's Obi-Wan's sole purpose, right? Mm -hmm. In life. So, like, hang on. Why is the Rebel Alliance getting up in him? Like, in his face about, oh, yeah, Cassian Andor has plans. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> but do, do you see where I'm coming from? I, I do have a wee bit of concern there. I um, I have a massive bit of concern, bro. I, they mustn't overuse Kenobi because you remember uh, Obi-Wan, uh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. He's just some old geezer making uh, dragon noises in the desert. That's Obi-Wan by the time A New Hope comes. Ask Andor is set five years before uh, A New Hope and Rogue One. And Kenobi according to starwars.com is 10 years after revenge of the sith therefore it's nine years before a new hope so mm-hmm. kenobi set four years before andor and uh, so the timelines i don't think the timelines entirely match up like a lot of people do yes they're close but there's still four years difference and i don't want i don't want obi-wan to show up just because it could be like look we've, we've just got we finally got you and mcgregor to sign on we've got to use him i know i don't, I don't want that because Oh, Ben, <laughs> in Rebels, fine. We got him in our in Rebels. Ezra Bridger. Ezra saw him. And look, it just so happens that that episode was incredible for the ending. Even Ezra finding him was a bit like, oh, nobody's meant to have seen him. But they did that so well. And it was, and you know, he's, Ezra's not, Ezra's gone off. He's not going to tell anyone. But he's now in the, he's now in unknown space with all space whales. Um, Maul's dead. So he doesn't know that Kenobi's there anymore because he's on a funeral pyre. So, they kept that secret, but I don't want it to be like, oh, like where's Wally? Where's Obi-Wan this week? Oh, he's fighting Darth Vader in Rematch of the Century. Oh, and now where's four Wally? years later, <laughs> he's, yeah, four years later, he's, you know, doing this, this and this for the Alliance. I don't like the idea of it. The only way I could see it happening, and it's not even anyway, is that it's the whole Fulcrum thing. Remember Cassian and Saw Gerrera and Ahsoka, they took the code name of Fulcrum, which was this uh, intelligence where they, like the head of intelligence would hide behind that name. It's a code name. Yeah. They, they know stuff. Uh, Cassian is a uh, rebel intelligence officer. Maybe he's Fulcrum. Maybe he, maybe Bail again. So I think somebody in our uh, socials mentioned it as well, but maybe Bail Organa mentioned it or something like, Oh, there's a Jedi on Tatooine. I hope that doesn't happen. But the only way I can think of it is using the code name of Fulcrum. You know, they are, they can cut, they've contacted him in like, in the most um, secure way possible. But why would they contact Obi-Wan? Why would, you know, what, unless Obi-Wan knows something about the Death Star, then, you know, could he have gained that information? Maybe somebody was hammered in Chowman's cantina and Obi-Wan told the, told, went and told Bail Organa. Hmm. I don't know. I, but this is, to me, this sounds like me stretching to find validation or reasoning for Obi-Wan Kenobi to be in Andor. I, don't want it. I, I don't want it to be the case. I'm never going to say never because, firstly, because every single leak for the Mando was bang on. 
So, mm-hmm. and I always said any other leaks that come out prior now, I'm going to give like 2%, 1% notice to because, you know, after Mando, pretty much 100% batting rate average, I still don't think it's going to happen. And I don't particularly want it to happen. But if it does, then it has to be for a good reason. Uh, maybe, uh, And I'm guessing it would have to be that the Rebellion go to Tatooine for some reason. I really hope it's not Obi-Wan going off world. But can you think of any reason like, off the top of your head at all why, why this might be a good thing? You know, why Obi-Wan showing up could be a positive and how they could do it? I think there's always room for, like, a positive cameo in most star wars stories to some capacity you know it does come down to the magical uh word our favorite word you haven't got a beer of you at the moment mate i've got you a got smoothie sp- mate you got a smoothie i've got water we're being super healthy at the moment apparently despite the fact i've uh absolutely annihilated uh two-thirds <laughs> of a reese's bar and had a curry tonight but either way you know it all d- does matty boy come down to the execution Punch it. that's it it you know, no two ways about it. Unfortunately, um, my gut is a little wary of this. Uh, I'm thinking, oh, why? You know, Obi-Wan doesn't have anything to do with the rebellion, right? Like, in his mind, it is not the time to rise up and and defeat the Empire. Yeah. Right? Because Vader and Palpatine is kind of like, is is Obi-Wan's empire, yeah, they're the evil, they're the dark side. Now, the rest of the rebellion, let's say Andor um, and like even Galen Erso, people like that, like the rebellion and the galactic civil war is way more political, right? It's way more, you know, we can do this. If we all group together, we can smash them out. Bear in mind, right, the Jedi and the Sith, like all of that is is almost being made into mythology. It, it is part of this propaganda engine from the Empire that is trying to get rid and erase this period of uh, or this culture from history. Yeah? yeah. So I suppose uh, uh, that confuses me a little bit is because uh, for Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan wouldn't be signing up to help anyone out in the rebellion because his number one priority is looking after Luke because Luke in Obi-Wan's mind is the chosen one. He is the new hope. He's the one who could bring balance to the force. And Obi-Wan is essential to that story. He's vital to the whole Skywalker story. There isn't a Skywalker saga without Obi-Wan Kenobi. So it feels like, you know, Andor has this, obviously it goes without saying, this kind of like relationship to Rogue One in this like greater Star Wars story, but it's way more built into the nitty gritty hardship of the, of, of, of the people fighting on the front line to restore peace to the galaxy. Right. And that's what Rogue One is. And don't get me wrong. You know, the story isn't just about uh, space wizards. It's not just about Jedi versus Sith. That's what Rogue One did so well is there's this group of ragtag people who believe in something and they did it. It's the mixture of both that, that happens. So that, that is magical. So I suppose what I'm trying to say is in, in my head, I I can't really see it happening and I can't really find a valid reason. I don't buy into it. Yeah. Whereas my heart says, well, there's room for it, but man, someone, 
a very intelligent writer will need to come up with something that that kind of like validates it i suppose is that fair am i being i i think we're on the same page actually i think we are but no it's not um it's not unkind or untoward uh tony guroy's a, a fabulous writer he's obviously we know he's not a star wars head so you know how how would uh, how would tony guroy bring obi-wan kenobi in i've no idea i just honestly the fact that um, Kenobi's going to have this duel apparently with Hayden Christians and Darth Vader. Now that could also be a flashback. Now, Kate Catherine Kennedy said it, but she said it's the rematch of the century. So you've got to imagine that it's going to be a, a new fight. So, and Vader can't be on Tatooine, surely. Firstly, because there's too much sand, but surely Vader can't be on Tatooine where, like, within an arm's reach of, of Luke. That would work for the kind of like, oh, I hope he doesn't notice Luke's over there, but we know he. We know he doesn't know that. So uh, that would then require Obes Kenobes to go off planet, which would surely mean something massive would, ha- would have to happen for him to leave the pla- leave Tatooine. And as you've alluded to after, we, we know that in his mind, Luke is the chosen one who will bring down the Sith. Yeah. Um, after his father, Anakin. Sith. Sith turns to the Sith. Um, so something, it would need to be something pretty beefy. The rebellion saying, "Oh look, we've got this geezer called Andor. He needs your help. He needs to go on a. You need to do a buddy cop kind of thing with him and go on a mission." Just doesn't no. It doesn't work. There's nothing. There's nothing I can think of. And like you say, maybe there's somebody out there listening or who's a lot more insect than me who's saying, "Look, it's really obvious. There's a really obvious way that he can come into this Obi Wan." I can't think of it, mate. I I generally can't think. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned. Mm-hmm. This Kenobi is set nine years before Andor. Sorry, A New Hope. Four years later, we get Andor, which is set five years before Rogue One. So, again, I'm using the logic that the rematch of the century is Vader v. Obi-Wan as a new fight. Nine years before A New Hope, Vader and Obi-Wan would have fought, which may mean Obi-Wan's off-planet. Now he knows Vader's alive and well. I can't see him ever leaving Tatooine now that he knows that big boy Vader's out there. So I can't imagine why four years later he'd be like, "Oh, Bail Organa's called a called a meeting." Yep, I'll go. Could have done, could have done as done by Zoom, but no, I'll get in my ship, which you know, I assume he's got a ship, and fly off planet to go to this meeting. I, I can't see it. I can't see it. It just doesn't it doesn't seem no. feasible. And, right? and it just doesn't seem feasible. Here, so, so here's the other thing, right? Here's a practical thing about this rumor that I think is worth talking about, and it's actually very it's it's real world right it's not just story so i hope you don't mind me going into this mate but Hello? obi-wan the obi-wan series is being developed and, and and filmed in southern california right so they are uh filming uh the series with the volume technology the same technology used to film the mandalorian is is that correct yeah yes as far as i'm aware yeah so um, they're doing and and there's a set too there's like the um the the super secret train yard set right they're which be, one's happening little marlow that's andor isn't it that's andor yes. yeah in okay. buckinghamshire yeah. in in because it was England. initial comp- confusion yes yeah, right so so this is what i'm getting to this is what i'm getting to kenobi is in development v- real soon in california united states andor is in development right now right now here in england about 30 miles west from matty boy and i actually it's not crazy far up maybe maybe a bit more it's the other side of london from us pretty much right it's not far 
Um, so that that they're two different productions, Matty Boy. I I can confirm from doing some little little bit of investigating on the interwebs, yeah, that we we all know Ewan McGregor is doing uh his buff workouts, he's oiling up and hitting the gym, yeah. Mm. Now, Arr. if you look at the dude who is training him, yeah, it is a guy called Scotty Mo on Instagram, and it, you, there's a picture of him training Ewan McGregor. Yeah, they are in Los Angeles, California. Ewan McGregor isn't just like flying to and from. Yeah, you can't do that at the moment. If you do that, you have to come to the UK. And it, it, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, mate. When when you come from another country because of COVID nineteen, if you come from another country to the UK, you have to stay in a hotel like quarantine for two weeks. Yeah, no, you're right, you're spot on. No one's doing that. If you, especially if you're working in Hollywood, that is not worth your time or anything. And you're not going to want to spend two weeks in, in just like some holiday in at Heathrow Airport. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to do that. So we know Ewan McGregor is in Los Angeles and we know Kenobi is filming and in development in Los Angeles very, very soon. Andor's being filmed in the UK. Cassian Andor. Our boy, Diego Luna, lives in London at the moment, yeah? They are not going to fly Ewan McGregor out to London, make him quarantine for two weeks just for a small role or a cameo. It's not happening, lads. It is not happening. That is mental. The only way I could see that happening is if it's scheduled to be filmed like later on into the spring or summer. But I, 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 I doubt it. Doubt it hugely. There we go, Matty boy. That's a little uh, bombshell. What do you reckon? There we are. <clears throat> Blaro Ren's coming, uh, coming out swinging. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, and again, you, you could, could you utilize the volume and uh, have the same background and just put have Obi Wan walk in front of it, a, a background from Andor? Yeah, you could, but it'd be pointless because he's not interacting with anyone. Right. Could you have a, could you have second unit uh, over there in Los Angeles doing shots? Yes, you can, but then. You know, it, it, Obi Wan seems like a lot of be, effort. It does. Obi Wan would be an Andor, but he would be like, away from pretty much the principal cast, so he'd be in the background, or like you say, a very, very small, ca- like big, explosive, but very small cameo. So there are there again, there are ways around it. Like you say, like, I don't know if Andor's going anywhere else to film. I don't know if that's finishing production in the states, and then they could cross over. You could have they could have Obi Wan in Andor. They could have. Um, I don't know how they do it, but they could mention the Jedi or they could mention something on Tatooine and you could immediately cut to the Kenobi's homestead. He's in Tatooine. Oh my, oh my days. There's Obi-Wan, old, old Obi-Wan McGregor mm. sitting there. Wow. And then it cuts back. I don't know. Pointless. But then he's in it. Uh, the report's been validated. So it's, uh, so there are production. They, they, if they really wanted to, they could do. They could utilize the volume, uh, but or they could do it on second unit. Ah, it just seems like a lot of work because like you say i don't know what the quarantine rules are for the states if they've even got any over here you can't just <laughs> fly people over yeah um well this still different states isn't it so yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um whereas over here yeah mcgregor would have to unless he was coming home like to see to see his family up in scotland he'd have to quarantine and it, it seems like a lot of work for something which would be gratifying to see oh look more you and as obi great but it would have to be an incredible reason for them to do that. And also these TV shows, they're not films. They haven't got $200 million budgets. They've got 
uh, Kenobi probably has the same as Mando, maybe maybe less of a budget because theoretically it's a limited series, as, right? It's a limited series. They may not need as much location shooting. It, if it is, if they've got that lot and they've got the volume, then maybe they don't need as much of a budget. So hopefully they put all the budget on the um, Darth Vader suit and voice because that's got to be spot on. But so there's less of a budget, so they haven't got money to throw around to send people. Because obviously the budget includes travel. The budget is everything: wages, uh, catering, travel is everything. It's not just oh stuff to build. It's everything. They haven't got the money, mate, to just do that. And so they could, so to, to, to have a counter argument, yes, they could do it if they really wanted to by utilizing the volume. They could, they, they can use some of the um, photography from Andor. They could make it work with the volume. They could have Obi-Wan on set in California at the volume, but, and then he'd just be acting against nobody or, or something. I don't know how they do it. But then the, then the reason is, like we've been saying, is why would he do that? What would be the, reason is the main thing why as our boy ken knapsock says it's all about the why why would they do that right right it's 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 a difficult one because i'm so excited for the kenobi series and i do think the kenobi series on its own will stand up quite strong and i do think it depends how they write it and how Mm -hmm. they film it I'm looking forward to it being a personal event, something that's yeah. quite slow, um, psychological maybe. Uh, and you're seeing the burden of living in this harsh, hot planet. You know, you're seeing that like wear off on Obi-Wan. You can't see him like relax because he's always on the watch, making sure like no flipping greedos are going around shooting a little luke skywalker i wonder how many times we're going to say what you know for a fact what going to try and capture ah, you imagine imagine that. If that was the big cameo in kenobi is actually Watto. yeah i'd be down for that man. i would be back. well up for that and i'd and you know there were those rumors a few months ago about jar jar turning up <laughs> in kenobi yeah, yeah i wouldn't mind that i wouldn't say no it there's more likelihood it seemed well, well actually, random. I was going to say, it'd be more like Jar Jar to turn up with Kenobi than Kenobi and Andor, but he's there. They might, why not chuck Alden Ehrenreich in as Han Solo in Andor? That makes more sense somehow, I'm sure. Or have oh. Alden Ehrenreich on Tatooine during Kenobi because he's doing, um, he's doing his runs for Jabba the Hutt. I keep saying Jabba the Hutt. I mean, that, why not chuck Alden in? That makes a lot more sense than love anything that. we've mentioned. But I'd, look, I'd love to see Jar Jar. Imagine, imagine if the only reason... Yeah, Kenobi turns up in Andor is because Jar Jar accidentally told everyone where Kenobi is and then um, they have to go and find him and silence Jar Jar or, and then Watto's there and uh, and, he to, and he's looking for his Nubian and who yeah, else could Nubian. be there? And the, the storm's coming, woman's there. She'd be quite old by then, but still oh, good yeah, to see well, her again. Yeah, she's one of, when you, th- I was thinking about this last week because in last week's game, I killed her off, didn't I? And snogged you did, my, yeah. Sn- kiss. Slaughtered her. Kiss, marry, kill. Right, That's I right. think that was it. it was and I killed question, yeah. Storm. Storms are coming, Annie. All my, all my bones are aching. <laughs> that one. <laughs> They're working hard, harder after Ren's got his hands on you. Yeah. Well, um, I was thinking, man, I, like she's so good. We should do a whole episode on her one day. And then my bones are aching, woman. <laughs> yeah. She, she's the whole reason the Skywalker saga exists you know i know i said that about obi-wan but think about it if if all my bones are aching storms are coming annie lady doesn't tell them that the storm is in actual fact coming Mm -hmm. then you know like qui-gon and annie 
and Jar Jar are stuck in the sandstorm, right? Oh, they're, they're dead. They're getting and killed. Darude is playing in the background. They're going absolutely mental. You know, Jar Jar has died. He has died. He has like fell into a cesspit or something. Qui Gon is trying to like be Jedi Master. He can't do it. Annie just walks in front of a speeder or something. That's guys. it. Qui Gon's lopped Anakin's head off because he won't shut up moaning. Padme's flounced off. So yeah, done it's, away. It's gone mad. It's gone mad. And all that, all the while, my bones are aching. Woman's giggling, thinking <laughs> all I had to do was tell them the truth. Yeah, but she kept she's, the information to herself. Mate, she's indoors on her sofa having a cup of soup. She's she's cuddling up. She's like, oh, do you know what? I, I don't mind a sandstorm. Me calls everything down, calls everything down. Turns out she's also got the does. parts for the ship as well. She just didn't tell him that either. Imagine that. Phantom it was Menace. sandstorm, lady, all along. Phantom Menace, so good, so good, so good. Yeah, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Do you know, know what else you heard here first, mate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the stuff of nightmares. A <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Whitwer. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so wh- I'm going to just throw a question quickly back at you, mate. Do you do you think that you know the Kenobi thing appearing in Andor? You know, I know we're. I think we're both leaning toward this being rubbish. Unfortunately, what well, all fortunately. Um, do do you think there could be a good thing that comes from this? Let's say if Kenobi, if this is true, do you think you know we could get a decent bit of material out of this rumor? Probability is uh, not high, not high. I can't see it happen. I can't see any good coming out of it. Do you know you don't? Because because I can't. I just don't want them. To, this is me speaking. I can't, I'm not speaking for the fans or for Luke or anyone. But I don't want them to overuse Obi Wan. Look, I want to see as much Ewan as possible. But in the Kenobi series, I don't want to see him popping up everywhere because then it, the mystique goes in, and I'm always I always worry about any any form of canon, whether it's live action, animation, games, books, comics, you know, ruining the mystique. Because for those who like, if you're if you're really into it and you read them, it does change your opinion on things. And I don't want to see Obi Wan just pop up and handle just because they've got Ewan McGregor and they're like, let's use him because the fans will like it. Fan service works mm. when it's required. I can't see a reason why it's required. I can't. And to you, to you, my friend, I'm going to give you an over under of uh, over under fifteen percent. Is is Obi Wan going to be an handle? Under under 15%. under. I think ten. I reckon I like two percent. What is it? Two. I'm going like two. I can't see any. Re- if if and if he is, I'll hold my hands up and say I was roundly beaten. But I can't see any way what how why it would be necessary or or, or required. But the, you know, the logistics aren't there. The logistics aren't there. I don't think the story's there. And I'm 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 just I'm really not sold on it. The uh, my only thought, yeah, is that they're looking at. Uh, Mandalorian season two finale and even you know beyond that Matty boy maybe even looking at Rogue One and seeing how well received the Vader stuff was especially the ending scene you know Rogue there might One be... comes out in a hallway fighting like maybe, Vader more right? than Luke 
Maybe. Like, let's imagine uh, the the Imperials, Rebels, something's going down in Tatooine and they're getting a wee bit too close to the Skywalker homestead or they're getting too close to, I don't know, some information that could lead them to this boy who has crazy good skills at piloting or shooting, you know, and they're like, oh, hang on, that sounds like we need to report that to one of the Inquisitors, you know, and Obi-Wan overhears that and he's like, right, uh, man's got to uh beat these guys down that's it. <laughs> you know now that you know i'm saying that i'm like actually that sounds pretty cool but in my head that belongs in the kenobi series yeah, not exactly. necessarily at what point does that overshadow the andor series yeah and, and vice versa right like because andor will be coming out first yeah, yeah. I, I think right so uh yeah it should be but especially if you you should be able to figure this out like by one once we have confirmation i'm sure there's data out there uh, telling us when andor uh, finishes theoretically when when the filming is completely done um if ewan mcgregor is still out in la like mate that's not this ain't happening this isn't happening. I doubt it. I, and like you said, mate, you said all of those things about, you know, possibly um, the second unit or, or doing stuff even with the volume. I, I just I think it's a lot of faff. And it's that would be complicated just from how um, I think how, how businesses work and how departments in in corporations work. Like the, just the finance behind something like that would be a nightmare. Like that would be quite a difficult thing, especially because you've got one business that's effectively in production in the UK, one in America. Yeah, it's it 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 could get messy real quickly. I, I'm not feeling this one, mate. I think ten percent is fair, um, but let's see, let's see. Well, to end off that filthy main discussion, we've got a bit of a coup right now to end this discussion with now, and uh, Blylo Wren managed to somehow track down Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, in a coffee shop of all places. So as it would be with the sessions, it had to be a coffee shop. I would love for you to hear the uh, interview that Luke managed to get. So uh, take it away, Luke, for the main discussion. Guys, uh, you know what? I'm not even joking. I think over there is Ewan McGregor. Let me just... Let me just go. Hang on. Hey, uh, Ewan... Yeah, you and you and McGregor. I'm I'm a huge, huge fan. Thanks, man. No, no, no. It's it's, it's a pleasure, mate. I, you know, I'm sure uh, you're used to the compliments, to be honest. But I I do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I bet you do. You absolute uh, legend. So, um, I, I mean, I can see you growing the beard. You you, you growing the beard out for any uh, any reason at all? Obi Wan, maybe. But it's a little practice. It's just a little lazy beard. Ah, oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose lockdown doesn't help with that, does it? But, um, you know, I did mention Kenobi. How, how is everything going with Kenobi at the moment? Because I've got something to shoot before I shoot that. Ah, uh, really? Well, well, no way. Uh, there is actually a few rumours uh, going around that you're going to appear in Andor. You know, the uh, Disney Plus series. Is, is that what you're shooting? And I was talking to... Lucasfilm and Disney about that. No way, you naughty boy. So you, you are definitely going to appear in Cassian. Is this word a Star Wars word, a Scottish term, or a motorcycling term? Uh, well, uh, it's none of those, mate. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just the name of the character, you know, Cassian Andor. Um, yeah, I mean, have you not 
read any of your scripts on it or, or anything like that? You no, know, because the studios and the fr the big franchises... Oh, right, okay. So so they're just keeping you in the dark right now. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that must be, you know, pretty difficult, I guess. Got it's got difficult. I was brought up to tell the truth and I was in a situation where I wasn't really allowed to. Yeah, no, I, I bet, mate. That, you know, that is hard. But, you know, still, it's, it's great to see all the fans getting so excited at the prospect of Obi-Wan turning up just on, like, multiple shows, you know? But, the, but at the same time, there's this overwhelming amount of speculation online and on me and social media and what have you. I uh, know, I know. The, the speculation is crazy, uh, to be fair at the moment. But, um, you know, you, you and I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I Listen, I, I, I do a weekly Star Wars podcast, okay? So, you know, any hints or exclusives, you know, you could give me, it would mean the absolute world to my co-host and I. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be anything super spoilery, but maybe just one thing, maybe just one word even, you know, we'd be so grateful. P-Dunky. P-Dunky. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry, what What was the word? What did you, what did you just say? P-Dunky. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Well, um, I'm not entirely sure what that means maybe uh, Matt my co-host might know I mean he's the canon guy uh, I, I mean um, I mean you and is there, is there is there anything else no we have one Charlie and I all the gear and no idea okay yeah I mean yeah is that is that a line from the show or are you saying you have no idea just a break to go and have a few pints oh right okay so okay that, exp that explains it uh yeah uh so you're just having a few bevies my only concern about it was how are you gonna how are you gonna please both of these camps you know yeah no no i i i, I hear you there you know star wars fans can definitely be a uh, tad divisive but um talking of which did you uh did you see episode nine in the end rise of skywalker there is no scarier film Oh, wow, okay. I mean, uh, oh, wow, a bit harsh. It's a Star Wars term for punk. Wow, okay. So, um, Rise of Skywalker definitely definitely weren't for you then, now. Because it's another word for your bum. Straight up. Uh, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, do, you, do you remember Colin Trevorrow, who was originally working on Episode 9? The very brilliant, talented young director had a very tricky job. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I mean, yeah, he, he left episode nine and J.J. Abrams came back. I mean, you even did some voice work at the end of the film. You know, like, how, how was it working with J.J.? Was that cool? Get a life. Ah, right. Um, yeah, no, okay, yeah, no, fair enough, you and no, my, my mistake. Okay, so, you know what, mate, I think I've got to go now. I'm going to go uh, pick up a loaf of bread or something, so I'll, I'll, I'll be going now, mate. Thanks anyway, thanks for answering uh, my questions, appreciate it. There was a place uh, in Holland called Den Bosch and we were there for a week playing in different squares and I don't know what the hell we were doing there. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, fair enough. No, anyway, uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be seeing you now, thanks, thanks again, mate. Uh, you definitely get a taxi home, yeah? Um, anyway, yeah, I'll, hopefully I'll see you around again, maybe at Celebration or something, yeah? Handmade here in Bolivia. No mark on it or anything, but it's beautiful. The neck is really pretty. Look at the wood. Oh in the my neck. days! He's got a guitar out. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So no, I was thinking we bought it, and I was thinking, yeah, oh, lovely. Mate. I'm gonna go. I mean, what am I'm I gonna, gonna head gonna, off. How am I gonna get it yeah. home? And then I thought, 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Stick it in the sprinter and we'll yeah. drive it home. You know. See you, mate. So I'm going to go now. Thanks. Thanks again. Be safe. Hi, this is Jamie Stangroon. You're listening to the Star Wars Session podcast, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Obi-Wan liked to hang out in a cantina, slice people's arms off. We like to hang out in the bantina, and as luck would have it, here we are, outside our favourite drinking hole. Luke, shall we? Oh, let's do it, mate. Yes! Each week, for those new to the show and for those old, we sit here in the bantina with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, and we have a couple of Kef beers, or smoothies, whilst we get your thoughts on our main discussion, which of course was Kenobi and Andor. So we wanted to hear what you thought about the Kenobi and Andor rumours, and any kind of excitement levels for the Andor show too, didn't we mate? Yes, we did, and to start us off in this filth fest of a spice train yeah that's right uh we got cheeky voice message from our favorite guy our favorite artist it's luke tobias raymond let's hear him hey guys luke here really enjoying the sessions thanks for your weekly updates keeping me sane through lockdown um, with regards to the rumour about Obi-Wan being an Andor, I really hope it's true because I wasn't so excited for the fact there was going to be an Andor series. But thinking about the time period and the things that could be in it uh, does actually make me excited for it. And I really can't wait for the Obi-Wan series. So overall, it's a really positive thing if it's true. Uh, and I hope it's true. I hope you guys are well and uh, look forward to the next episode. Thanks. <laughs> What an absolute gent. We love him. We love... And again, like, a lovely little positive opinion there, Matty boy, you know. There there definitely is anticipation around this rumour. So, you know, let's see what happens. And by the way, Luke Tobias, one word, Instagram, Luke's artwork is mad. It's filth. It is absolutely mad. We know some of our listeners has, uh, you know, helped support Luke and bought some of his artwork and his T-shirts. But guys, honestly, Luke Tobias, one word, Instagram, it is an absolute madness. Go follow him and support our boy. Yeah, totally second that, mate. Um, On to the written responses. We've got one from Duchess of Darkness Light, who said, I think it's baloney. Ewan McGregor would be terribly expensive to have as a recurring guest character. It's difficult to imagine how it would be justified at this point in the story. And Disney know if this was true, it would pull focus from the rest of the production. And local boy, huh? Martin Mead, the Mandalorian, said, I would like to see this, as it is supposed to be in the same or similar time frame. Hey, the more of Obi-Wan, the king of the high ground, the better, in my opinion. Can't ever have enough. It's intriguing to know if it is true. What's he up to? Who's he seeing? And what is the motivation? Uh, yes, Mike, that's it. It's, you know, what's he up to? Who's he, who's he seeing? And why? You know, what's the motivation for it? Mm. That, that's what that's what we want to know. So uh, thank you for that, guys. Great comments there. Uh, up next, we've got Darth Dildo from Dianander, who said, the more hello there and high grounds and another happy landing moments, the better. Remember that, guys. Hello, there's high grounds and happy landings. I mean, Darth's got a point here. Uh, Darth calls these the three H's, okay? (laughs) So remember, hello there, high ground, happy landings. 
Yeah, it doesn't get better than this. Maybe we should get that printed on a T-shirt or something. I think we should. We can add a fourth one for Darth, which is simply hero yeah. or king. Hero, what a lad, what a lad. No, we love it, we love it. Uh, Sticky Pop says this, my boy, says, I think they need to be careful with Obi-Wan. He was described as a crazy old hermit in A New Hope and was assigned to watch over Luke and to learn how to communicate with Qui-Gon in return in revenge of the sith sorry ben kenobi describes himself as once being a jedi knight suggesting he last saw action a good many years ago and has since lived in isolation likewise if vader and kenobi meet in the new kenobi series would it undo uh, what we're led to believe in a new hope which was uh, that they hadn't met since duel on the duel on mustafar if they're going to have him popping up left, right, and center, it will surely go against all of this. Man, that's a great comment, uh, Sticky mm-hmm. Pop. I think that's kind of like what, what Matty Boy and I are hinting at. Listen, if depending on the timing, I don't mind if there's possibly another confrontation between Vader and, and Kenobi. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I, I, I have a feeling there's not going to be a duel in Kenobi with Vader and, and, and Obi-Wan. I have a feeling. A feeling. A force, maybe. Yeah. Man, if, we, we dig a bit of Kennedy, Kathy and Kennedy on this, but I, I, I would not like to be in her shoes after calling it the rematch of the century, only for there not to be one at all. I know, um, but there, there, there's stuff... When you go back and listen to some stuff, it's all like marketing spiel, man. Like, when you listen to... And again, you know, I'm not anti-Kathleen Kennedy, but I'm not I'm not crazy pro-Kathleen Kennedy either. I'm probably leaning towards uh, her uh, leadership, but i'm not i'm not all about it because when you go back and listen to her especially during the presentations at star wars celebration chicago right it's just general marketing spiel yeah like when they're talking about rise of skywalker and stuff and when you go back and listen to it and in hindsight you're like ah yeah you can see you're you're just doing your job at the end of the day, a right? Rematch of the century is a very pointed thing to say when they're mentioning that Hayden Christensen and Hugh McGregor are coming back for the rematch of the century. It's true. That's it's true. far too on the nose to be like to. That's un- I hear what you're saying because sometimes it is just um, it is just spiel. But that to me, same as when Bob Iger's like, "Here we in Solo, we get to find out how Han Solo gets his name," and he literally meant that how Han Solo got his name. Ah. <sighs> Whereas that, the rematch of the century, that sounds far too like, you know, you, you, know you, can't, you can't write that and then have somebody proofread it and be like, no, that won't be taken out of context, surely. I mean, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Who knows? It's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You, it's, a, it's a solid point. But no, Sticky Pop, I think Matty Boy and I are kind of on the same page, to be honest. Yes. So uh, thank you very much for that. And we do have one more voice message from the mouth of Raymond Burgess. So let's hear it. To be perfectly honest with you, um, we are a big fan of Obi-Wan. And as long as he is played by Ewan McGregor or someone as good, we're quite happy for him to appear in anything. Uh, One of those characters for us, which just keeps on giving, really like to know what goes on in those years after the Clone Wars and all of that, be I think it'll be really interesting um, whatever he appears in. And as a big fan, we're fine with that. To be honest, if he's got Star Wars on it, we're likely to enjoy it regardless. Take care, guys. 
Yeah, he absolutely loves it. Local boy, huh? Absolutely loves the idea of just having anything with Star Wars coming out. To be fair, uh, Raymond, I'm, I'm not against the idea of anything Star Wars coming out. I'm going to enjoy. So it's exciting and the anticipation and the intrigue of, you know, if he is in it, you know, what could it be? There's got to be some spicy reason for it. So right. I'm on the train for that. I, I'm just trying to get my head around the why. But, dude, I love your enthusiasm and passion. Thank you so much for sending that in. And when we think about it, you know, there's so many capable writers out there that, you know, we love to be surprised and we love to be, you know, when when I think of some of my favorite moments in cinema is because I wasn't expecting something, you know, mm-hmm. ju- you know, not all the time, but it's because I'm like, wow, pleasantly surprised. I'm like, wow, you know, that's incredible. And I don't know the, I, I think that it's also, it's, it's nice to go in and be like, man, I weren't expecting that. That was awesome. Uh, and that could be the case here, mate. It could be, but let's see. Let's see. Yep. Well, only time will tell, but every other leak's been true. So wait for us to come out in a year's time and say, no, we knew it all along. We never, we, ne- we never said he- Obi-Wan was never going to be in this. So um, thank you everybody for sending in all of the comments and voice messages for those that we didn't get to please do keep sending them in also because they create great discussion on the social posts. So uh, thank you again for that guys. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash star Wars sessions. You know, it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It is the spiciest part of the Bantina is the Patreon question section, which is the most anticipated part of the show. Uh, Matty boy, we got some spicy ones this week. And to uh, kick us off is our boy Adrian, surely. Shall I, uh, shall I get going and ask this question, mate? Yes, please, my friend. Right. Okay. So here it is. Uh, WandaVision style of inserting two Marvel characters into different sitcoms has been a big hit. If you're tasked of ripping off the idea and making a one-off sitcom based in the Star Wars galaxy, what type of sitcom would you base it on and which characters would you involve? I'd like to see The Office, the original UK one. Yeah, damn straight. Adapted, set in the Jedi Temple during the time of the Clone Wars. Make Yoda into a Brentish figure of ridicule at the top of a fa- of a failing organization, whilst Anakin and Obi Wan argue like Tim and Gareth. Kiadi Mundi would be Keith from Accounts. Oh man. First and foremost, if you haven't seen the UK office, you need to see it. That was the original one before the American one. Um, it is incredible. It's a lot more dry than the American one. The American one's still like, you can tell they're like sister shows, but um, I love the UK one. But what, what do you reckon, Matty Boy? It's a good question. Uh, what do I reckon? I reckon there is only one version of The Office, and that's the UK one. Uh, the, the original and the, by far the best. So, Adrian, I also read that in your voice. So, thank you very much for that, mate. Uh, that is quality. The office, the galactic office. What would I have? Um, my mind immediately goes to someone like Only Fools and Horses. Because I can imagine Del Boy would be Han Solo, which would then mean Rodney would be Chewie. And it would all be about galactic swindling. You know, if anyone doesn't know Only Fools and Horses, it's basically a couple of market traders, a couple of swindlers, a couple of, a couple of scoundrels 
trying to get rich quick, basically, by selling some old tat to um, the public, which sounds a lot like Han Solo swindling the galaxy for the last 30 years. Even Candy Club and Guavi and Death Gang had Ooh. said, there's no one left in the galaxy for you to swindle. No income tax, no VAT, no paying Jabber on Tatooine. Yes, only fools and horses. <laughs> and I guess Frieza Slayer could Did be... You- did you, you just write come that? up with that? I haven't. Did, I haven't. No. You just come up with that. <laughs> Naughty mate. man over here. Um, Raquel would be Princess Leia. Uh, uh, Cassandra Rodney's wife. Oh, that'd be. Well, no, true. His wife, I guess. Um, and Uncle Albert. Uh, Uncle Albert would be. Uh, who could Uncle Albert be? Obi Wan, I guess, in the Millennium Falcon at the time during the Clone Wars. During the Clone Wars. So we could have a lot of fun with only fools and horses. But uh, what about you, mate? Okay. So. Great answer. I feel like I, I love the British comedy. I love the shouts at the UK office. Only falls. You know, we've got lots of options here. Blackadder, 40 Towers, even, even some newer comedies, you know. But um, I can't help but feel. You know, they were making uh, Star Tour, uh, not Star Tours, uh, Star Wars Detours a few yeah. years ago, right? And Seth Seth Green, I think, was uh, developing that. Um, I would love to see a Star Wars animated show that was kind of along the lines of something like Futurama. So, or, or like, you know, you know, your Seth MacFarlane uh, yeah, yeah. shows like American Dad or Family Guy, you know, something that isn't, it, it's kind of like teen to adult audience. Um, and it's, I don't know, maybe it is like, uh, some delivery drivers or something like that or they they do indeed work in an office you know something like that set in the star wars galaxy and it's just this this comedy i think that could really work and i wouldn't be surprised if that happens one day and and, and it, w- it wouldn't be canon you know it would just be for for the crack that's what i think yeah you know what do you reckon mate no man well they had um remember taika waititi had those two stormtroopers at the beginning of the season finale of episode one having a bit of a laugh when they were punching Baby Yoda. We'll just yeah. not forget about that. Shooting the tin can, but missing. So, And, and that was, you know, it was, it was decent. It was good, fun Star Wars comedy. Um, so I can see some kind of like comedy aspect being introduced. And they've got, uh, as you know, they've got the, um, the three Family Guy takes on original trilogy. So that obviously sits within the Family Guy universe. But you now they've, they've done that kind of humour already in, in like kind of melding those two styles right, right. and those are fantastic um, and Lucasfilm did help out on them but so they've shown that they can do them look man how far they go with it I don't know obviously I don't think they'd go quite as far as Family Guy do but could be good fun though man it could be really good fun and especially now when you see on Disney Plus like all the Seth MacFarlane stuff is on there anyway Ooh, which yeah, is weird yeah, yeah. which is crazy uh, <laughs> if you want to know more of my thoughts on that go to our patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions yeah um, but I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's definitely something that could happen. You know, that, just think about it. They've got like a whole, you know, catalogue of Star Wars Detour stuff just sitting there at Lucasfilm. And they probably didn't want to release it because they didn't want to open up with, oh, by the way, Lucasfilm's been brought out and we're making a new trilogy and we're making a new animated show. But also here's Star Wars Detours. Like it would almost take away from the brand a little bit. Whereas, yeah. I don't know, now... You know, in the coming years, I, I, I could see it happening, especially on Disney Plus, mate. Especially on Disney Plus. Great question, Adrian, you naughty boy. Yep, nice one, mate. As ever, 
We'd love to hear all your thoughts on that as well. Sitcom, international ones, doesn't have to be UK, US, anywhere in the world. We'd love to hear your ideas of a galactic sitcom and who would be in it. Uh, let us know. Let Adrian know as well. He's a king. Um, and our next Patreon question comes from the king of Woking and the man of the fastest right hook in the country, Alex Jessup. He said, hello, my favourite spicy podcasting heroes. Hello, mate. So, Count Dooku approaches Django Fett and makes him the offer of using his genetic template to create a clone army in exchange for an unaltered clone to raise as a son. Django thinks about this for a second and replies, Nah, mate, I'm busy, but please consider my friend here, a fellow unscrupulous bounty hunter called Sean Hudson. (laughs) What do you both think are the possible ramifications of this? Are these Sean clones still effective in battle? Does Order 66 still go ahead according to plan? So, um, yeah, Grand Admiral Sean is our template for the clone army. Dude, how is this going to work? I mean, I mean, Sean, I know Sean quite well through the internet because he's your brother. Um, We've never had the pleasure of meeting in person yet. That will happen. Uh, But, I mean... I don't know. I know he works in tech, right? I won't say what company and stuff, but I know he works in tech, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can tell you. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, maybe he's like a hacker. Maybe there's a huge army of hackers who who hack the droids, and that is Master Hudson. And while he's at it, he has a few beerios. Or what was he drinking during the? Um, the Return of the Jedi watch along. Was it whiskey? Oh, or? I have no idea. Lots of it. I don't know what it was. Just that, he, he just downs half a bottle of that, nips on the old computer, bish bash bosh, trade federation ship, exploded, mate. Done. You don't need any spinning that's a good tricks. Yeah, you don't need that. You just need a lot of Hudsons. You don't need the 501st anymore. I'm sorry. Essex clone trooper. We know you're going to be heartbroken. We know. But Sean is here. Grand Admiral Sean is here. And he's got his booze and he's got a laptop and he's on a Wi-Fi on, in Starbucks and he's ready to cause trouble. I mean, that's as far as I can go, really, right? You know, I mean, really, everyone's waiting for your question, Matty boy. Really. It, it would be an unmitigated disaster is what it would be. <laughs> it would be unreal. <laughs> and Essex clone, Scott, I'm sorry, mate. I'm, I'm sure you'd rather... Uh, be uh, be made from my genetics rather than my brother. No, uh, <laughs> no, my brother oh, is what lovely, very nice guy. What would it be like? It would be um, shady. He's got a silver tongue, you see, so he'd be able to talk himself out of any situation. So if the clones were cornered, he'd be able to turn on the, uh, what I'd like to trademark as the Hudson Charm, that seems to have eluded us in the last few years. Uh, <laughs> Hudson Charm. He'd talk us <laughs> about every situation. Um, I imagine he's good of a blaster. I don't know, he's a, like me, he's a father, so he's, he probably fancies it sometimes. Um, yeah, I think, I think it could be a bit of a bumbling operation, but I think given a bit of time and maybe some like uh, physical tweak-ups, maybe some uh, IQ upgrades, I think it could be a good start. Mm, mm, so really, it comes down to this. If there's a flock of Ewoks in a boxing ring equipped with knives and sean has his laptop some boo some booze and a katana 
you know, is he going to come out victorious? I thought he said a guitar now, because he does play guitar. Um, yeah, that oh no, yeah, well. that would be his weapon well. of choice. It would be an electric guitar that fires blasters at the same time. Like Ezra's yo-yo lightsaber, whatever it was. Um, slingshot saber. Sean would have a guitar saber. <laughs> a guitar blaster, sorry. Um, I know Ewoks wouldn't stand a chance, because I think he's still got wicket, the wicket teddy on his bed from when he's a kid. So uh, that may also just be like a uh, the, the corpse of an old victim on Ewoks. I think we've already had that. Fight, and I think uh, the clone of Sean came out on top. Right, oh, that that answers the question. Then I I think it could be Happy Days. It could be Happy Days. It just depends on your point of view. You know, is that for the separatists or the Republic? Oh, that's a good shout. Well, it depends where your allegiance is yeah. to democracy to the yeah. Republic. Um, yeah. So, yep, yeah, Sean, we'd love to hear your answer on that. <laughs> <laughs> we love to hear our and Jessup. Jessup don't and get Jessup. away with it, you know. I can imagine Jessup's one. They'd just be a bunch of brawlers. It'll be like Wrecker from the Bad Batch. Um, anybody out there who knows Grand Admiral Sean or is aware of him, let us know, or or also let us know who you guys think. And if your mates, would they be a good um, clone template? We'd love to find out. Obviously, to, we'd be good clone templates, but then there'd be loads of session Star Wars sessions episodes to catch up on. So, just stick right. with us, guys. But, um, yeah, honestly, thank you so much for that, Alex. Thank you for that, Adrian. If you want to get a question on the show, three dollar tier, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. We'll have more coming throughout the rest of the month. But the drinks are empty, bartender. Sorry about the mess. In next week, we'll be back in the Bantina. Catch you on the flip side. Star Wars Sessions Game! Game! <clears throat> yes, we end the show as each week with the Star Wars Sessions Game, as that uh, music quite definitely let us know. And this week I'm going to be hosting it, so Luke... Would you like to know what you're playing this week? Oh, mate, I'm desperate to find out what we're playing this week, mate. Come on, bring it right. on. Right. Well, we know that Obi-Wan was the king of sass, but I also and I also reckon he could tell a good joke as well. Oh, So for oh, you, man. my friend, I'm going to set you up for a, for a Star Wars joke. These are genuine. I haven't made them up. That's my disclaimer. And you need to try and guess what the punchline is. Right. All right, let's do it. Let's do Obi-Wan it. Obi-Wan gag. So let's hit the music. Okay. Obi-Wan sitting up. So imagine you're sitting opposite Obi-Wan in the canteen and now he's had a couple of um, blue milks and he asks you this. He says, what did Darth Vader say when he walked into a vegetarian restaurant? What did Darth Vader say when he walked into a vegetarian restaurant? Um, uh, Oh no, this reminds me of when I accidentally caught on fire (laughs) in (laughs) Mustafa. <laughs> Maybe it's like barbecue, true, true. barbecue vegan. Like there's one of those in South End. I, I don't know how that works. I've seen, I've heard of this. Sorry, and it did not. Well, I'm sure we could. We could still barbecue things without the meat. I guess like vegetables, yeah, like halloumi or something. Halloumi, yeah, that's it. Uh, unfortunately, you are not right. Uh, what does Darth Vader say when he to a vegetarian restaurant? He says, for some reason, he says, "I find your lack of steak disturbing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, I knew it was going to be something stupid like that. Yeah, fair enough. 
fair that's enough. When you, that's like where you that. got to think. You, you set me up for these a few times now. You've got to think of the stupidest answer. Next one, Obi-Wan says to you, he goes, hey, Luke, what do you call five Siths piled on top of a lightsaber? What do you call five Siths piled on top of a lightsaber? Uh, sounds like a kebab to me, mate. But um, what? What is it? He, he, do you know what it is? He says he goes. <laughs> he says a Sith kebab. Right. <laughs> yeah. So literally, I see it's kebab in it. Yeah. I see, matey boy. I see. Very good. You could do that once again. You can do that with anything. Anything. Is, none you of these be jokes. Like, you be like, I go into the woods and I I spear five squirrels onto a stick. What what would you call it? Uh, I don't know. A squirrel kebab. Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. yeah. What well, about right. this one? <laughs> go he's, on. he's, he's like, uh, I remember, remember that little green geezer, Yoda. <laughs> Why is Yoda such a good gardener? Um, I don't know, because he's green. Because he has a green thumb. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because of course he has is. a green thumb. Of course um, it is. Well, <laughs> my old mate Chewie, how do you unlock doors on Kashyyyk? Um, what do you mean? Is that how the uh, joke begins? Yeah, like my old, mate, open... my old mate Chewie? Oh no! I'm just I'm just assuming I'm Obi Wan in this. I'm assuming the role of Obi Wan. Right. Oh, right. Okay. So, how do you open doors in Kashyyyk? Yep. How do you open doors on Kashyyyk? I know. You you go to the to the Chewy Chewbacca's household, and you ask for the old granddad who watches very questionable stuff on a VR headset, <laughs> and you say, "Excuse me." He's like, "What do you want? I'm watching stuff." <laughs> We're <laughs> having very powerful. Excuse me, sir. Um, can I get through this door? And um, yeah, he he can knock it down for you. That's what I'm thinking along those lines. Holiday special, mate. Uh, it's close, but not quite right. Uh, no, you use a Wookie. Uh, yeah, no, oh. fair play. Fair play. This is this is classic Obi. Well, this is classic Kenobi. This is. He says, which program do Jedi use to open PDF files? Which program? Yep. I Jedi reckon use to open PDF files. It's the same. Um, <laughs> I know it's going to be a pun around Adobe or something like that, but I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say it's the same program that Lumpy uses in the holiday special to watch. <laughs> You're right. I oh, know. <laughs> to watch the dancers. For about fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. No. What is, is it? Is it? It's a. Uh, go on. Is that a a a Adobe? It's Adobe One Kenobi. Yeah, that's it. Adobe <laughs> One Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, okay. Obi One's sitting yeah. there now. He's he's getting slot. He's getting hammered now, and he's yeah, pulling he out the it. big guns. He says, "What did Darth Vader say to the Emperor at the Star Wars auction?" What did Darth Vader say to the Emperor at the Star Wars auction? Um, did he say, did he say, be careful not to choke on your aspirations? Uh, because he was gonna, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's just having a few too many and he's just depressed. Maybe he's asking where Padme is. 
He's like, dude, Aww. you told me we could resurrect Padme. He's still going Where? on about it. Even the Emperor's like, come on, geese. Yeah, he's like, come on, I've tricked you there, mate. And, I, and Darth's like, no, hang on, mate. You said, and, you know, it's a vicious circle. No, what does he say? He says, what is thy bidding, my master? Of course. Oh, we've does. got a couple more here for you, mate. We know we're not going to get 100 percent in this one, but um, Kobe one. He said, uh, he said, what side of an Ewok has the most hair? Side of an Ewok has most hair. Uh, got to be the old, the old dark side. <laughs> Almost, but no, it's the outside. Yep, that works. It works, yep, uh, kind of. Yeah, um, well, okay, we got a couple more now. Uh, How do Tuscan Raiders cheat on their taxes? I hope you want to know all about this. How do Tuscan Raiders cheat on their taxes? Mm -hmm. Open up a bank account in, I don't know, Jersey? (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They always single file to hide their lines. Oh, very good. Very good, yeah. Great. No, we like that. Uh, That's an all right one. Uh, I send that um, to my old uh, my old colleagues who are in the finance department. They'll be all over that. Oh, they'd love that. What about this one? Go he on. Says, uh, he says, uh, Kenobi says, is BB hungry? No, BB ate. Kenobi! Yes! <laughs> you got yeah. one. Yeah. I had to give you an easy one. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. BB ate uh, two thirds of a Reese's bar. And he's regretting it, but he's but he knows it's so good. Yeah, he just knows it's so good. Okay, you've got literally. I've only got a few more. How did Darth Vader cheat at poker? Um, had a helmet on. Oh, that's a good shout, actually. But it's not. He uh, he kept altering the deal. Ah, uh, no, wrong. Had a helmet on. Uh, yeah, we'll take, I think yours yeah. is better. To be e- fair, email them. Email them, Matt. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Actually, push my glass. We've got two more. I'll save the best to last. Penultimate one. Okay. Which Jedi became a rock star? What Jedi became a rock star? Yep. Um, who looks like they could be a rock star? I don't know. Oh, I know. We never actually see. Um, Master Skywalker. There's too many of them. What are we going to do? Uh, we never actually see him die. Like he could be going, he could be rocking out right now in old uh, Hosnian Prime, doing some mad gigs. <laughs> it would um, just be like him to escape the Jedi Temple and end up on Hosnian Prime. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. He 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 actually runs a Green Day tribute band. Um, who, what? Who is it, mate? Is it Mace Windu? Uh, this is. <laughs> I mean, I thought. Uh, I thought my jokes were bad. Bon Jovi won Kenobi. Ooh, that's a beg. That's uh, a stretch. Right. This is the. Uh, I'm even. So, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm Obi Wan Kenobi, but even I've. This is Obi Wan Kenobi. He's had far too much spotchka. He's had far too much now. He's had too much blue milk. He's had too much of anything. And he comes in and he goes, Before you go, he's tugging at your sleeves. Sit down, sit down. He said, Sit down, Rain. I've got one more for you. He can't look me in the eye when he says it. You know, we're kind of when he turned from Padme and said, killing younglings is a bit like that. And he says to you, <clears throat> he says, look, he says, what did Han Solo say to the waiter who recommended the haddock? 
What did Han Solo say to the... Uh, I don't know. What, what did he say? He said, Never sell me the cods. I like it. Do you know what? That is so awful. And it's such a stretch that I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I respect <laughs> it. Well done, mate. the sound of everyone in the cantina screaming his name. Get yeah. out. Yeah, Never get sell out. me the cods. Throwing a drink over his head. You got one out of about ten there, but you got one though, so I'll well done, it. mate. I'll take it. Thanks, mate. Thank you very That's much. Right. That's all right. That's the game. Oh, mate, it was a naughty one. Well, it's my turn next week, so let's see what happens. Let's see what Scud Pie uh, pops out and surprises us. What jumps out of the uh, what? What Scud jumps out of the Skank Pie? Skank jumps out of the Scud Pie. That's right. I get That's it right it. this time. Get <laughs> skank it right Pie. Time. Uh, I don't know what it's called, do I? But. <laughs> That is that then for this episode 105 of Star Wars Sessions. But after those gags, the fun probably should stop there, but it doesn't. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? Find us at our swanky and swishy and stylish website, starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the lot. Just search Star Wars Sessions. We will be there. Fancy appearing on the show with a voice note, a message, a thought. Ping us at hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. UK and don't forget about our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yes, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, tune in and everywhere in the galaxy. You can find a podcast, you'll find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts, it's awesome, we're on there, so drop those five stars there as well. It helps us grow, we get more listeners in. Plus, we get that wonderful engagement we get with you guys each and every week. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell Cassian Andor himself, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier, the castle spicier. So tell the waiter who recommended the haddock for Han Solo. Now, this is the podcast you're looking for. But until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Luke, hello. Luke, Luke, Muen. <laughs> they are Essex based podcast heroes. I did. I did for the rebellion. Tell that to Country Club.